just Ben Gamble's catch that goes to waste. It's not just that extraordinary effort that goes to waste. Good morning to you. Good Monday morning. I'm Dan Kovacevic of DK Pittsburgh Sports, and this is Daily Shot of Pirates. Comes your way bright and early every weekday morning if you're into football and or hockey. I also offer up daily shots of Steelers and Penguins right where you found this. The Pirates' road trip through Chicago. Six games against the White Sox and Cubs produced exactly six losses. And they were, for the most part, of the excruciating variety. Because this team, what's left of it, does, to its credit, battle its eyeballs out. It's Gamble diving the way he did onto that gravel and cutting up his arm to keep the bases loaded and to keep the Pirates in the lead late in the game that makes you see that with your own eyes. It's not just talk. It's not speculation. It's not them trying to downplay the whole tanking thing or whatever. It's right there for you to watch. The part that gets me with all due respect to Gamble's catch, is that it throws away an even more impressive day by Brian Reynolds. Lest we forget, Brian Reynolds matters. He's not going anywhere. You know, he's part of the future. He's part of the next winning team. And he matters. And all he did was pump out four hits, a grand slam that gave the Pirates a 5-2 lead that really should have been the defining thing of the day, except that the Cubs had two grand slams. And more significant to me for the specific purposes of this discussion, Reynolds single-handedly manufactured another run later on. A whole lot of small ball. Got around the base paths. Double, stole third, Scored on a sack fly. Again, it looked like another one of those runs that was like, yeah, this is it. This this is their best player. Really, really ramping it up for this team to win the game. You can talk about selfish motivations, and, and everybody's got them. You know, that Reynolds still wants to be in the MVP race or have a great year statistically or whatever, but... These other things that I just described, the steal and scoring on a sack fly or whatever, these are really, really trifling stats by comparison. The reason he's doing these things is to help the team win the game. So when Gamble goes and dives and bleeds and everything else, And he throws the ball back into the infield. Colin Moran can't come up with it cleanly. His body language always looks so bad on that stuff, so it looks like he doesn't care. He actually cares. It just, he didn't make the play. Could have, should have ended the inning. And then, boom, another grand slam. Like, right after. Right after. And this, this is why you can't let a team that has players on it, 
who are going to be part of your future just rot away with virtually no supporting cast. This portion of Daily Shot of Pirates is brought to you by North Shore Tavern. That's right across Federal Street from PNC Park. They're open for business all week long, not just when the club is playing. A lot of people got into habits over the years. Heck, a lot of businesses got into habits over the years on Federal Street of just being open when there was a ball game. North Shore Tavern and its companion venture right next door, Mike's Beer Bar, are just regular, plain old businesses that are open and eager to have you there, whether the Pirates are playing or not. Today, of course, they are, so stop by and try Steak on a Stone and the other excellent offerings on their menu. North Shore Tavern, right across Federal Street from PNC Park. This is what happens when you think it's okay as a front office, as a general manager, looking directly at Ben Charrington here, to go into the second half of your season with, what, one and a quarter relievers? Is that what they've got? David Bednar is a one in lots of ways. And I can't even barely come up with a quarter of another. Maybe Chris Stratton, and that's it. And everybody else is just a just a gas can. Everybody. Tell me one exception. Who am I forgetting? Who isn't a gas can that's out there? It's embarrassing. One after another. One after another. Can't do that. You can't do that. Not at any point of your buildup. You can't point to Greensboro and say, look at that, though, because no one here cares until they get here. That's just the truth. You can't point to Altoona. You certainly can't point to Indianapolis because there's nothing there. You can't just let it go to waste when players who do matter do something in Pittsburgh. And that's what that fiasco Yesterday, in Chicago, underscored. Charrington can't make this mistake again in 2022. Meaning, even if he opens the season with a lot of bullpen arms and everybody gets excited the way it happened this year, and and it was fair, it was accurate, that was a really, really strong group of arms they had, and they performed really well for a period of time. And Crick fell out. And some other players started to get moved or hurt or traded. And nothing was done. Nothing. Zero to replace them. And please don't cite Anthony Bonda and whatever else like that. Scrap heap stuff. You can't let things get like this at any point. You will lose the confidence and the faith of the people who actually believe in you, meaning the people on the inside, the ones who matter. When we come back, just one question. Time for just one question. That comes 
Today from Don Clark, who says, based on your personal observations, how much optimism about the future success of the team is in the Pirates clubhouse, even from players who may feel they will not be part of that next winning team? Don, this is a great question. And I say that in part because I can't have that answer for you, certainly not on any definitive scale with locker rooms still not open, and they're not going to be for the remainder of this season. I have had dialogues with players, formally and informally, in some of these sessions that we have at batting practice. They're a little more challenging, but you can usually pull that off on the road when there are fewer reporters there, and I've done that, and I have heard genuine optimism, legit optimism about what's coming. But I don't know that it can overcome or withstand weeks like this past one. Because they watch these games, by the way. The prospects do. The prospects managers. They don't watch them in their entirety, but they're aware of what's happening. And when they see Brian Reynolds, a player that they're envisioning someday making it to the bigs and being next to that guy, and you see him doing all this stuff like he did yesterday, and you see the gamble catch, and you see that management didn't even bother to add a significant, competent reliever, that's going to have an impact. It is. Look, you and I, Don, we can say whatever we want about the results this time of year. Derek Shelton can say whatever he wants about the results this time of year. They're going to, you know, make a point of how, yeah, we want to win and everything else here, but they also can say in the same breath, without impunity, that this is the time of year you want to see people. You want to get Hoy Park out there, and you have, even though he's really, really struggled. So you can say those things, but every once in a while you got to get a result that goes your way. You can't just have your brains beaten in and you can't get embarrassed. I've been saying that all season long. And believe you me, between now and 2022, that trumpet's going to be blaring really loudly all through the winter months. Get used to it. I'm going to be a cracked piece of vinyl on a record player spinning around at 78 RPM on this. You can't do this again. That's going to be the theme. You can't do this again. I appreciate the question, Don. I appreciate everybody listening to Daily Shot of Pirates. And we, on the other hand, will do this again.